The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. Hey, DJs! It is Wednesday, October twenty fifth. We have the NFL Week Eight DJN rank. We've got lots of NBA to bet on, college football, and not really hockey. I'm Mad Max. Join me, the one and only Sex Panther. Panther, we did it. We 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 actually did it. Amazing success. I, just, I you know yeah. I, I I'm almost <laughs> speechless. Like, what well, what are the odds that we would agree on every single game? And lose every single game of the National League Championship Series. Unbelievable. But I listen, I, the last couple games, I was kind of like hedging myself, right? Because, okay, I'll take the Phillies because if I win, yay. But if I lose, I've got my World Series pick on the Diamondbacks. And you planted a flag on the Rangers. So I really like my odds here. <laughs> So, I mean, listen, man, I was I was funding you betting the Phillies here just because we were doing so awful betting the Phillies. I was like, man, so I, I, I just got to will the fucking Diamondbacks into the World Series, and it happened. Uh, congrats on them. Young team. We love Zach Gallon. We've loved Zach Gallon for years. They've put some talent around them. Remember, remember, just get back in the way back machine when we were talking a trade deadline. We are like, man, the Diamondbacks, if they made a couple of moves – uh, they made some moves. They didn't like go all in, but we were saying, man, that could be a dangerous team. Well, they're a dangerous team no matter what. Like, uh, congrats to them. And really, on on the American League side, I've, I've talked about this uh, this up and down season for the Texas Rangers. You know, made the big splash by bringing in Scherzer. He didn't really pan out specifically because of injuries and 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 whatnot. Um, but Jordan Montgomery is, is he continues to give two middle fingers to the Yankees organization <laughs> every step of the way. I'm excited about this World Series. I know it's not going to get a lot of viewers, a lot of eyeballs, but who cares? I, I guess Major League Baseball cares. I guess you know television ratings care and stuff like that. Advertisers care, but I don't care. I think this is a fun World Series. It's something we've never seen before. Um, Diamondbacks, 20-year, 23. Yeah, 20, is this 2001? 22 years, right? 22 years since the last time they've been there. Um, Texas has been there in recent memory, what, 2016, I want to say? It was the, it was the uh, Hamilton era, right? Um, they did make it to a World Series, I believe, uh, not too long ago. So, uh, I, dude, I don't care. I'm stoked. I, I really can't wait for this World Series. <laughs> I think it'll be fine. I like the, I like uh, a lot of the hitters, people that don't pay attention because, you know, Arizona, West Coast team, a lot of times you don't get to see the West Coast players uh, and teams play a lot. Um, but Corbin Carroll, star in the making. Texas has their own, you know, 
Wonderkin and a Dallas Garcia. There's some great pitching. You're right. Uh, Major League Baseball probably hates this, but if you're a fan of baseball and you want a good competitive World Series, I think we got it with these two teams. Yeah, uh, 2011. 2011 was when the uh, oh, wow. the, the Rangers. Ago. Yeah, so um, I totally forgot they were they were they almost won that one. They they almost won that one. Holy shit! So here we go. Their chance to fucking win one. Um, you know, I man, I'm I'm not rooting for either team here. Like really, like I. I I mean, I guess as a as as a Mets fan, I'm I'm paying for Max Scherzer, for for him to win a World <laughs> Series for the Rangers. So, uh, my my uh, my my funding of of buying uh, Mets jerseys and going to games uh, fund funds uh, Scherzer to uh, win a World Series. Anyway, that's baseball. No baseball talk uh, for the rest of the today because there's no games to bet on. So let's get into this DGen rank. We'll go in reverse order as we usually do. Starting with a tie for number 10, once again, Houston and Seattle. Well, Houston didn't play, so Seattle didn't play either, right? They were both on bye weeks. So they were, no, they beat just... as well. If you count Arizona as a bye week. Okay, fair. fair. Houston was on a bye week, so no movement from me on their list. Seattle uh, was number 10 on your list last week as well. So Houston, Seattle tied for 10. All right. Across the board, Dallas, 999 for me and you. <laughs> so they end up nine on our list. Uh, Buffalo ends up at number eight on our list. Detroit ends up at number seven. Baltimore ends up at number six. Jacksonville all the way up to number five. I'll get to Jacksonville in a minute, by the way. Miami, number four. San Francisco drops to three. Philadelphia, number two. Kansas City across the board, number one. All right, me, you, uh, me and you and the Degen rank agreed. Kansas City and Philadelphia, one and two across the board. Um, and then Dallas across the board at nine. That's the only agreement we really had. Okay. I want to get to Jacksonville for a minute here because this is a team. I don't know if you've noticed their offense is fucking clicking right now. Panther. Holy shit. Um, I like, I am scared of this offense at right, right now. Um, this is a team that, that, uh, I think, um, has all of the pieces, has the head coach has, has some surprising wide receivers, by the way. I've been throwing Christian Kirk out there in my fantasy uh, lineup, and he's fucking killing it, dude. He's fucking killing it. Um, I I think that Jacksonville will end up winning the South, as we mentioned. I still have Houston hanging in there because I just love CJ Stroud so much. But Jacksonville, man, I number five on our list was number five on your list and number six on my list. So, um, whew, that's that's a team on the rise. I completely agree. I, you know, we went into the preseason talking about Jacksonville. We liked them in their division. We weren't really sure what to make of the other teams. Houston obviously has surprised us. I think Indianapolis, even without Anthony Richardson, has kind of surprised us. Um, and Tennessee has really not surprised me. But uh, yeah, Jacksonville, this is a team that really, when we, you think about the juggernauts, Kansas City, Philadelphia, San Francisco, uh, the, the talent's there, the offense, the defense. We love those teams, but uh, you ask me, can Jacksonville beat those teams? Yeah. Yeah, they absolutely can. So um, they got to love the the fact that they're in the division that they're in. They could rise. I mean, honestly, they could rise to be the number one seed because Buffalo's faltered, and I mean, you never know with Kansas City what they'll do if they'll lose a couple games. But, yeah, I, I'm with you. I really like the Jaguars. 
All right, it seemed I was surprised that you had so low on your list was Baltimore. You had them at, uh, at number eight. I mean, I don't know if you're waiting for some consistency, but that was a dominant fucking win this week over Detroit. And you had you had Detroit over Baltimore. So unlike you, you've got Detroit over Baltimore, despite Baltimore just completely kicking the shit out of them. You know, it's early in the morning, and I'm just kind of scrolling through standings. But I, I think it does come down to consistency and confidence. Even though Baltimore did beat the shit out of Detroit, I feel like both, based on what we've seen so far this season, both outcomes were anomaly. Right? Baltimore hasn't done that in any other game except that one. And Detroit hasn't shit the bed that bad in any other game except that one. I think Detroit uh, gets back on their horse and, and gets back into you know close to 30 points this week. And I don't expect Baltimore to do, do what they did. I always think they are they're capable of it, but until they do on a consistent basis, uh, yeah, I, I think they belong right there in that 7A area until they start putting together some some dominant wins like they did against the Lions. Both of us had Buffalo dropping, no surprise there. You had them at seven, I had them at eight. So Buffalo, a team, uh, you know, stock down, if you will, on the on the fall right there. Um, you know, interchangeable. I feel like fine uh, between San Francisco, and Miami. Um, I have San Francisco at number three. They dropped from one to three on my list, or two to three. Well, maybe they were at three. I got to check last week's. So maybe, maybe, maybe the last one. No, they were two last week. I think they dropped two to three on my list. Back to back losses for San Francisco. Definitely, definitely worrisome. Uh, losing to the Vikings. Vikings, man. Now I, I mentioned it yesterday. Vikings now three and four. Vi- <laughs> Vikings got back in there. Um, Chicago, they won again too. For for what I was saying, it's like ah oh, man, Detroit's gonna run away with the North. I man, it's gonna it's looking a little bit more competitive now in the North. Not Green Bay, not so much with Green Bay, uh, who lost to Denver. Uh, poor one out for uh, Jordan Love and, and and the Packers. You lose to fucking uh, Russell Wilson, you should be out of this league. I think it's gonna be a good segue to go to the bottom of of, of our list very soon. Uh, but but yeah. Um, San Francisco dropped on our lists, of course they did. Miami, uh, they they had that uh, that loss to Philadelphia, so that didn't really impact them too much in your mind because it was a quality loss. Is that what you're saying? I mean, the, the, Philly pretty much dominated them in that one. They did, and then I think maybe if we sent Philly down to Miami, maybe you get a bit more competitive game. But I did look at the losses. San Francisco's got a couple of what I feel like are ugly losses. Um, because they're supposed to be way better than the two teams that they lost to. And, you know, Miami losing to Philadelphia, we kind of expected that. Losing to Buffalo in Buffalo, kind of expected that. I mean, granted, it was an ass thrashing, but still. Um, but their road losses, their quality road losses. San Francisco's road losses, I, I, I mean... I'm pinning it on Brock Purdy. Yes, they they were uh, out Debo Samuel, and McCaffrey really didn't do shit in this last game. But Brock Purdy has been turning the ball over these last couple games. Field goal kicker's been missing kicks. They got to clean that stuff up, and I think San Francisco can right the ship. Uh, But, yeah, I'm with you. Interchangeable. They're both going to make it to the playoffs. Yeah, they got to figure out something with with uh, their their kicker. Um, the Rams just uh, they cut uh, Brett Maher, the the uh, former uh, Cowboys kicker, and they they brought in a new kicker for Los Angeles because of the fucking kicking woes they've had. And I think San Francisco needs to figure out if they've got a kicking issue as well. But they also got to figure out if they got a Brock Purdy issue. Do you think they got a Brock Purdy issue? Uh, they've got Sam Darnold waiting in the wings. He's right there. 
They traded Trey Lance. They fucking went all in on this Brock Purdy kid. Do, do they have a Brock Purdy issue? No, I don't think so. I mean, you know, say what we will about Cleveland's offense, but their defense is damn good. Um, Brock Purdy, here's the thing about Purdy. The more film you get on a guy, the more information you get, the more you can start scheming defensive things to try and confuse him. Uh, maybe the absence of Debo Samuel affected him, but – no, I don't think we – I'm still high on Brock Purdy. He's not going to be flawless every game that he goes out there. Um, but he's he's got to clean up the turnovers. You just can't turn the ball over and throw interceptions twice a game and, and think you're going to escape with a victory. So he cleans that up. I think the Niners are fine. So are, are you saying they need Alex Smith out there then? They just they just need a, a, a pace of game kind of guy. Fucking uh, don't turn the ball over. Uh, I My, my – my, question here is is he good without all of those weapons right i mean you got christian mccaffrey kind of banged up uh you 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 got no debo um you still got ayak out there you still got kittle i mean you still got all these weapons but is he is he the same guy you know without all those weapons there's a guy like cj stroud who makes weapons and then it seems like brock purdy needs all of his weapons but we shall see uh, this coming week, if San Francisco can bounce back. All right, down to the bottom of the list. No controversy here, Panther. Zero controversy. Because really? the D Gen rank is from from uh, uh, least worst to worst Washington, New England, Arizona, Denver, Carolina. Sound familiar to you? That sounds spot on. Uh, you know, Carolina, man, as long as, you, as long as there's that goose egg in the win column, they're going to occupy the bottom spot. Even if I don't think they're the worst team. You at least got to win a game. Denver, in spite of winning a game, I still hate them. Washington's garbage. New England's garbage. And Arizona just can't. I mean, one win, right? As, as competitive as they were to start the season, they're just not even competitive anymore. They might occupy the bottom spot when it's all said and done. But, yeah, it's I there's a couple other teams I don't like. I just struggle for me not to put the fucking Raiders in there. Um, it was close. To, it was uh, close. It was uh, close. losing to New England's unacceptable. <laughs> but yeah, I, I was right there. But yeah, I I don't have a problem with this bottom five. Oh, you don't have a bottom. Uh, you don't have a problem with the bottom five because guess what? It was Carolina. My worst team, Carolina. Were your worst team? Denver, your second worst team. Denver, my second worst team. Arizona. Arizona, New England, New England, Washington is the same. It was the same. So not much to talk about there. Some shitty teams there. All right, we're going to take a quick break after that. Lots of NBA bets to get to. Stay tuned. Guess who's back? Back again. My bookie's back. Tell a friend. That's right, DJ's proud to say that we're once again being brought to you by my bookie. But just because they weren't paying us doesn't mean we haven't been giving them some love. I still use my bookie to this date, and you should too. Why? Because March is about to get crazy. Insane. Maybe even a little mad. If you're still on the hunt for a sportsbook to call home, bet the nonstop action of March Madness with my bookie. Enter bracket contests for a chance to take home prizes of up to 25,000 big ones, or pick from a huge selection of straight bets, props, and odds boosts. Whatever your style, MyBookie makes it easy to play your way and get paid. Sign up now. Take advantage of their generous welcome offer to score a massive first deposit bonus up to $1,000. All you have to do is use the promo code DEGENS, that's D-E-G-E-N-S, 
But the fun doesn't stop there. Get up-to-the-minute odds, free bets, and expert predictions to help you decide who to put your money on. The best part about my bookie, you can bet on anything, anytime, anywhere. Use the promo code DGENS to secure your limited-time welcome bonus today. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. We are back. Possibly never left you. NBA back in full swing yesterday. I avoided that Lakers-Denver game. Thankfully, because I was leaning the Lakers, the Lakers in that one. <laughs> I was leaning the Lakers. Uh, hit on my other one though. Hit the Suns. Uh, Suns look good out there in the first game out in uh, Golden State. Uh, it's funny too, as I think about it. It's, holy shit! It's, it's it's KD playing against his former team. Chris Paul playing against his former team. There's just fucking. That's the incestuous nature of the NBA at this point in time. But we got a full fucking slate today. So many goddamn games. You said you got six. I got three. So it's quite possible we were betting. Nine, even though I do believe I I'm gonna put an envelope to my head and, and venture a guess that you and I are one of the same games together. But where are we starting off to today? Well, we're gonna start off with a game that you told me you're not on, and that is by ripping the band-aid off and talk about your Boston Celtics traveling to New York, take on the Knickerbockers. I, I'm not as high on the Knicks as Vegas might be or some others might be. I know they've got a little bit more than just Julius Randle and Jalen Brunson, but I just don't think they have enough. If Boston is healthy, I don't love their depth. I do like Lisa Peyton Pritchard. Kind of excited to see what he can do with some more minutes. But that starting five, I love them. I love Boston's starting five. I think they probably are the best team in the East, and they get the season started with the victory. I'll lay the three points and put 10 bucks on the Celts. Yeah, I mean, the Knicks always play the Celtics hard. I'm going to lean the Knicks in this one, but I I, I think I'm, I'm agreeing with you, right? I was I was very down on the Knicks in the win totals. I think there's a bound for some regression this year. They're a very inconsistent team year after year. Thibodeau has them playing hard one season. They fucking fall off the next season. I did like the Brunson addition last year. was a huge you know help for that team. They've yet to fucking hit the home run. I mean, I I say that, but I love Julius Randle as a player, right? So, I mean, they're looking for the fucking Donovan Mitchell. They're looking for the Dame Lillard. They're not getting those guys. Um, and that's just the state of the fucking New York uh, Knicks sports right now. As for the Celtics, uh, yeah, depth, definitely an issue. Um, one thing that, uh, you know, I was, I was lamenting to a, another Celtics uh, friend of mine, um, a Celtics fan friend of mine, was that, uh, you know, I, I'm – I hate that they lost Marcus Smart. He was the heart and soul of this team. That said, Drew Holiday is a hell of a fucking defensive player. And you're telling me you fucking the the lockdown between fucking Drew Holiday and Derek White out there, that's fucking terrifying if you think about it. Porzingis not known for his fucking defense, but the dude can put up some numbers if he stays healthy. Celtics should roll in this one. Should roll, but I got the Knicks hanging close at home, so I'll lean New York. All right, I'm going to hazard a guess. We did not talk about it pre-show what we you think we're going to agree on i'm going to guess this is the one cleveland is on the road going to brooklyn take on the brooklyn bets they're maybe not as bad as i think they are when you start going through their roster 
and looking at Jim Witte and Claxton and whatever you think of Ben Simmons, they're not that bad. But they're not Cleveland. Uh, Cleveland, I'm really high on. You listened to us yes, talk about them yesterday in the preseason show. We're really high on them competing with the Celtics and the Bucks. I think they should handle Brooklyn, no problem. So the minus one did give me a little pause, but it's like the true first day of the season opening. I think, what the fuck does Vegas know? More than me? I don't know. But I like the Cavs. I'm getting 10 bucks on Cleveland. Uh, no, I'm not on this game. Hated this fucking line. I'm actually leaning Brooklyn in this one. There's a lot of chatter around the league that this is like Ben Simmons bounce back year. There's so many people talking about how like Ben Simmons is focused and looks good and like is aggressive and over his mental issues or whatever the fuck it was. So that's the chatter. I don't know what the reality is. I mean, if you look at the reality of the last what, fucking four seasons or whatever, Ben Simmons is an absolute disaster. Um, so we'll see. We'll see about the Ben Simmons thing. I, yeah, I, I, I don't know what to think about this Brooklyn team. Like you look at the fucking championship odds and they're like right in the fucking mix of it with some like Sacramento. Like, what the fuck is that? You know, um, I'm going to lean Brooklyn in this one. I fuck. I, I hate this line. <laughs> I hate this line. I can't believe you bet it. <laughs> it's, I, it's either, again, it's either the smartest play in the world or the fucking biggest trap. In the world. <laughs> give the, give the people what they want. And I know there's some people that want this next game because there's some people that either live or support teams in that state that shall not be named, but we can't say the city. And that is the Detroit Pistons are traveling to South Beach. They're going to take on the Miami Heat. Listen, I like this Pistons team. They're young. They're inexperienced. Cunningham coming off of last season's injury. They've got a guy that I'm hugely high on. And Osar Thompson, uh, one of the Thompson twins that got drafted this year. Uh, Jalen Duran is supposed to be the big in the middle. They still have Isaiah Stewart. I like the youth of this Pistons team. I like Miami. I just don't love them because of how old they are. You need, um, you know, you need Lowry to stay healthy. You need Butler to stay healthy. Like you're asking for a lot for this Miami team. I think Miami wins, but nine points. I couldn't get there. I'm going to take Detroit with the nine points here. I got Miami winning by 11. <laughs> wow. We'll see again. Like this Detroit team is young; they've got a, a lot of pieces that are coming together. Might take a little while for them to gel, or that maybe out of the gate they they can kind of like get a uh, you know lightning in a bottle type thing. Um, I man, I I don't know what to think about this Miami team. Right? I really don't. Um, you know, last year, last year you absolutely buried them in 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 the preseason, and then they go for a fucking run to the finals. Uh, this year. Not quite burying them, but still, like they, I, I don't know if they can replicate what they did last year. They got hot at the right moment. They hit the Celtics in a weird fucking spot, like mentally. You got to remember that fucking Miami punched Milwaukee right in the face to open up the fucking NBA playoffs last year, and that's what set the tone. I mean, when you knock out a team like Milwaukee, you're like, well, we can do fucking anything except for win a title, because that's, <laughs> that's that's Miami's mo right there. The last uh, couple uh, trips to the finals. Uh, I'm going to lean Miami here. All right, next game up. The New Orleans Pelicans are going to Memphis, take on the Grizzle. Memphis, 
all kinds of change, right? They, they, they don't have Dylan Brooks, John Morant suspended. Then they turn around after preseason's over and lose Steve Adams for the entire season. But this comes back full circle to one of the things I've loved about the Grizzlies is their depth. They still have, um, oh shit, what, why am I drawing a brain? They got the, they got the another point guard to step in and bang. Oh, they got Marcus. Oh, they got this main. They got, and they got Marcus yeah, Smart. And yeah. Marcus Smart, right? They've got Xavier Tillman. They've got Santia uh, Aldima. They, I mean, this team has depth, and I really like that depth. I don't hate New Orleans. I don't want to sound like a New Orleans hater because I, I do like their talent. And I, if Zion could stay healthy, big if. But if he could stay healthy, maybe we could see what New Orleans could slap together. But the one thing about the Pelicans, they've never been able to fix are their road woes. This team struggles mightily on the road. So when I'm getting an even line for the Grizzle at home with New Orleans on the road, I have to take it. Give me 10 bucks on the Memphis Grizzle. Yeah, I'm going to lean Memphis with you. Uh, pretty much everything you said was spot on. Uh, you know, Zion is healthy, but yeah, the the I look at the uh, the fucking road struggles of the of of the Pelicans, and it's hard to fucking ignore that. Uh, should be a closer game, but yeah, I do got Memphis uh, winning and cover this one, so I'll lean the Grizzle with you. All right, next game up, we're going down to Texas. The women Yama watch begins. Dallas and Luca going to San Antonio take on the Spurs. And all eyes will be on Victor Wimbanyama, but he's not the only face in town. You look at the Spurs lineup, much like the Pistons. It's a young team. They've got a, a little bit of experience uh, at, at the guard position, but it's a young team, up and coming, going against a Dallas team that maybe they're better. I don't know. I, I We know the names. We know some of these players. But to me, it's still the Luka and Kyrie show, and that's not enough. They need a wing. They need a significant big man. I think Wimbanyama absolutely shines tonight. Would not be surprised if the Spurs win this game outright. But I'll take the four points and put 10 bucks on the Spurs. Yeah, I, I'm going to lean Dallas in this one. Um, you know, man, I, I got Dallas as a bipolar team. They're either going to be an absolute clusterfuck or they could make a, a run for a title. Uh, like, honestly, like all my projections are just fucking up and down on this team. That's all because of fucking Kyrie. Thank you very much. Uh, I've seen what this guy can do in a fucking locker room. Um, for the Spurs, listen, man, this isn't this isn't like the last time that the Spurs tanked to get fucking Tim Duncan. Like, that was a fucking playoff team that just lost David Robinson. And they were like, yeah, we're just going to lose some games. And, you know, then they brought David Robinson back and they had a fucking playoff bound team and added Tim Duncan into the mix and was dominant for all those years. This is a team that fucking tanked and got rid of all of their fucking talent <laughs> in order to tank. So a little bit of a rebuild here. You know, I think it's going to take them a season or so to be really competitive. I do like what Wembignan is doing out there. I do think he's got a chance to be an absolute fucking star in this league. Uh, but for game one, I'm going to lean Dallas. All right, last game up. This is the last chance. I don't know what game you thought we were both going to be on, and I don't think this is the one. Portland is going to L.A. take on the Clippers. Clippers are healthy for game one, right? Everybody's going to play. Paul George is healthy. Kawhi is healthy. Westbrook hasn't turned the ball over yet. Going against a Portland team that's in full rebuild mode. They've got a couple veterans, Nurkic at center, um, Trying to think of who they got over at point guard. They got Robert Williams, your boy over from Boston, over there. But they, for the 
most part, it's a youth movement. I actually don't hate Portland. I think they're going to surprise some people. They're going to win some games. They're not going to win this one, but I think they're going to keep it within nine points. I want the nine points with Portland and 10 bucks. Yeah, uh, X Chris, uh, correcting you, of course. Aiton is in Portland. Nurkic, oh, is not Nurkic, over, over, yeah, Phoenix, he's, yeah, he's in Phoenix. Uh, the, they, of course, brought in Malcolm Brogdon, right, from the Celtics. That's that's a uh, that's the guy that they got on the team, right? Um, I, I'm gonna lean the Clippers in this one. No, you see, oh my God, we so much disagreement today, Panther. We're gonna have such a hard time putting together fucking <laughs> DJ Parlay in the NBA. I think we've only agreed on Memphis, and that was a lean for me. Uh, I'm leaning the Clippers. I think, you know, I, I I know you're higher up on Portland than I am, so maybe there's uh, some balance. I'm higher up on Cl- the Clippers than you are, so it's probably somewhere in between. So you're probably right. You're probably right. It's too many points, but I'm going to lean the Clippers. Holy shit, we didn't agree. Oh, man, we. I thought I thought there was one. I thought there was one you were going to be on with me. I did not say it, so you've got three. What do you got? Well, I'll save the one for last that I thought you were going to be on with me because I'm assuming I'm going to get moral support. The first one I'm going to look at is Atlanta and Charlotte. Uh, we talked about these two teams yesterday. I'm not a big fan of the Charlotte Hornets team. Um, they're having already some issues with the fucking kid that they drafted, as I predicted. He's got some fucking off-court issues, so Charlotte are dealing with some drama. Atlanta, I man, I, I like Atlanta. I don't love Atlanta. I think three and a half is enough for them, though. Uh, $10 bet on the Hawks. Yeah, the three and a half actually just feels off to me because I think Atlanta should be, when you say the names Trey Young, DeJounte Murray, Clint Capella, like that's far superior than anything Charlotte has to offer. And they're only three and a half point favorites. They have struggled on the road. It's game one. I expect them to be energetic. But remember, the last two seasons, Atlanta has gotten off to an absolutely shaky start. I'm leaning Charlotte here. All right. Uh, let's go up north to Toronto where Minnesota heads to play the Raptors. Raptors at home getting a point. I like Toronto, man. Like, I, I we mentioned it. I, yeah, they lost Van Fleet. They, uh, you know, they still got Siakam. They, uh, they still got, uh, you know, some, some good players on that team. New head coach. Again, Toronto at home has been a very, very good team. And... I think they outright win this one, but I'll, I'll take the point just in case <laughs> for a dumb push, maybe. Uh, $10 bet on the Raptors. Um, I, Kind of an even game to me, but I don't trust Chicago. I mean, for two years, I've been really high on Chicago. So Chicago, Chicago. It's Minnesota. It's Minnesota. Or Minnesota. Oh, yeah. Minnesota no, playing right. Toronto. Yeah. Oh, well, I'm definitely not high on Minnesota. Uh, I, don't, I just don't know if they fixed their Gobert issues. Rudy Gobert's been a, a stud the whole time that he's been in the NBA. But last year, it's like they just haven't figured out how they want to use Gobert, or maybe more importantly, Carl Anthony Towns. Carl Anthony Towns needs to be the power forward because Rudy Gobert can't. Let's not forget, Cat won the three-point shooting contest, so he can go out on the wing, play the four, defend the four, shoot the three. Maybe if they've got that right, I'll trust Minnesota. But I think Toronto's got their rotation figured out. Dennis Schroeder... Doesn't have to look over his shoulder. He's the guy going to handle the rock. Scotty Barnes, OG Ananobi. Like, I like this team. I was just scared to bet it. I'm with you. You are getting moral support. I just, uh, something off about this game to me. 
All right. So I think we got two for the DJ parlay. I lean Memphis with you. You lean Toronto with me. So I think those would be the two of the teams in the DJ parlay. We might have to look to college fucking football or maybe just throw the devils in. Uh, just, let's jump ahead to hockey. You, you, you'd lean the devils. It's too chalky, but you're going to lean the devils, right? Oh, yeah. I can't take Washington on the road. <laughs> All right. I got one more NBA game, though, and then you can get to college football. Uh, Sacramento Kings, man. Disrespect to the Sacramento Kings. They're disrespected in their NBA odds. They're disrespected in the win totals. I fucking love this Sacramento Kings team. Uh, on the road, get it. Fine. At home, they were dominant last year. Minus one and a half. You're, I know what you're gonna say, trappish. I think it's just fucking outright disrespect. Sacramento slaps the shit out of Utah tonight. Ten dollar bet on the Kings. I'd like to think so, um, but when you think about Utah, I, I mean, you probably don't think much about Utah. But Lori Markinen was an absolute stallion last year, and a name that we haven't really talked about. But you need to get to know his name, Max, if you don't know who he is. Walker Kessler, the center for the Utah Jazz. Oh, I remember him. I remember him. Shot-blocking yeah. machine. He's a difference maker in the middle. The fact that this line is what it is with Utah being at home and Sacramento being on the road didn't surprise me. I do love me some Sabonis. Do love me some De'Aaron Fox. I'll give you moral support, but it just was a little too close to call for me. All right. Well, we already covered hockey in one game, leading the Devils minus 238 in that one. That's fucking chalky as shit. Heading over to the main chat, Homer J. Simpson not listening live right now, but it said, good call on the Ducks yesterday to Max. So that was me. Thank you. Appreciate that. I went 2-0 in hockey. Even the fucking Toronto Maple Leafs couldn't fucking fuck me over yesterday. So appreciate that. Not not a lot of hot. So, okay. So, X Chris uh, fucking calling us out. Uh, no magic pick today. Magic minus four. Win easy. I did not like that game. I was actually leaning Houston. Houston's better than people think. That this team is going to be way I better. Agree. Yeah. yeah I, I think Orlando could definitely win it. But here's my thing with Orlando. You go through that roster, you start talking about Markel Foles and Cole Anthony and Wendell Carter. Dude, like, they don't have scoring. It's a good defensive team. It's a good rebounding team. It's a good steals team, but it's not a good scoring team. There were so many games last year that they were in the mid-90s, and if that's going to be the case against Houston, I think they lose. Houston's got some scores on this team. Uh, a little too close to call, so yeah, I, I couldn't jump on a side there. Houston also has a hell of a head coach. Like, Say what you will about his dalliances if you will they've got a hell of a head coach and i think that's going to actually help boost this team faster than, than a lot of people expect so i'd actually lean houston in that one uh extra sauce is taking double double at 450 for ben simmons again the ben simmons fucking talk around here is just it's not not around here not in the fucking uh, the asylum i haven't seen much in the asylum about ben simmons but just in general like a lot of people talking about ben simmons like i I don't know, man. I got to fucking see it with my own eyes before I believe it. Uh, college football, Panther. What you got? Uh, there's two games, only one worth betting on, and that is Jacksonville State at uh, Florida International. Jacksonville State, uh, it seems like this, these, this conference might be a Tuesday-Wednesday thing for the rest of the season, but it's watchable football. Very, very good team. Florida International, not so much. Got to lay eight. Maybe consider buying it down to seven, but honestly, I think Jacksonville State covers the eight. I'm going to lay the eight and uh, take Jacksonville State. No Sam Houston, man. No Sam. We, uh, the, I, I didn't even know Sam Houston was a fucking thing until a few weeks ago. But now it's all I got stuck in my head is Sam Houston. So I'm betting Sam Houston. I, I have no idea. I'm just, I'm just going to bet Sam Houston. Minus three and a half. Sure. Why not? 
they're 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 minus three and a half, and this is the second week in a row that they've been a favorite. Um, but I, I just I I can't I can't get there. Like their their losses are close, but they haven't won. They're not winning. How do you make a team not winning a favorite? I just I couldn't get there. All right, let's see. Um, here's the DJ parlay for today. Then uh, we do have that college football game. Uh, it's, uh, Jackson State, uh, Jack, Jackson State. Yeah, it's Jackson State, right? Is that what it is? Jackson oh, State. Jackson. I think it's Jacksonville State. Jacksonville State. Okay, Jacksonville State. That makes no fucking sense. I mean, Jackson State doesn't make sense. Jacksonville State. Okay, well, Jacksonville. <laughs> Jacksonville State minus eight. The Toronto Raptors plus one and a half. And then uh, I got I got Memphis on a pick'em for us as well. So uh that'll be a three-way parlay playing 637 on this Wednesday. Panther, uh co- lots of college football tomorrow. That'll be our college football day, of course. Thursday night football, more NBA, more NHL, full slate, and then Friday will be NFL. But this is Wednesday, so take us home. Oh my god, full, full stop tomorrow. We're gonna touch them all. But you guys, you know the deal. We're hanging out on Facebook. We're on X slash Twitter. But mostly, exclusively, importantly, it's right here in the Asylum. Join our Discord channel. Come in here and shoot the shit with us. Call us out by name. We'll holler right back. But most importantly, let us know what you did yesterday, what you're doing today. And when it's all said and done, kids, make some money, fools. This show is sports entertainment. The information, opinions, and recommendations presented in this podcast are for general information only, and any reliance on the information provided in this podcast is done at your own risk. This podcast should not be considered professional advice. In short, don't be stupid. Gamble responsibly. We will not be held responsible. Peace. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.